This episode of In My Head is brought to you by Anchor. Hey everyone, it's your favorite photographer, podcaster, and Twitcher back for another episode of In My Head. I hope everyone has had a great holiday, weekend, and week. Um, this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be directed towards my men, and and I mean that in a a broad statement. I don't mean it doesn't matter if you know if you're a trans man. Um, if you identify as a man, then this goes for you as well. So without any further ado, let's get into my head. Vulnerability. That is just the topic of this week's episode, because I feel like a lot of us confuse that with weakness we confuse that word with weakness just because someone is being vulnerable or being open does not classify or categorize them as someone who is weak or less than a man i mean i i hear a lot of that i hear a lot of men aren't supposed to cry men are supposed to be emotional men aren't supposed to you know, worry about this and men aren't supposed to do that. And it's a lot of toxic. That's very toxic. It's a very lot of, it gives birth to a lot of toxic, like, attributes. And a lot of men don't know or understand where they have gotten those toxic attributes from and the more you sit back and reflect on your upbringing and the way you were taught and what you were taught and how you were taught then you start to break down those walls and you start to you know open doors that enlighten you to understand more about whom you are so What is vulnerability? When you're vulnerable with your family or friends or dad or your mom or whatever, does it make you less of a man? No, it doesn't. It shows your strength, though. It shows how strong you are. It shows how strong you can be. Because we men have a tendency of shaming other men about their emotions. You know, of course we make jokes like, oh man, you being a bitch. Oh man, you being a sissy. Oh man, you being this, you being that. And that makes men close up. It makes men not want to talk about what they're feeling or how they're feeling, what they're going through. It doesn't make them want to open up. It doesn't, you know, and then we hear about, you know, Kevin, James, Rick, Josh, you know, Jordan, you know, and all them taking their own lives. And the first thing you want to say at the eulogy or at the funeral or, you know, posting RIP 
photo with a caption, the first thing you want to say is, oh, man, you could have came and talked to me or, oh, man, you could have called me or, man, I just talked to you yesterday. You know, we brothers, why didn't you reach out to me? He tried. He tried. But you clowned him. You made fun of him. You made him feel less of a man. Because, again, we confuse that. Oh, he vulnerable. Oh, he gay. He a sissy. That's some feminine shit, bro. Why are you talking about your feelings for? Only females do that. That's a lot. That's toxic traits. Those are toxic masculinity traits. And those are things that black men go through. Those are things that white men go through. Hispanic men, Asian men, you know, any, any ethnicity of man will go through this. Because we are taught at a young age, being vulnerable, being emotional, doing this and doing that, isn't welcome. You got to be tough. You got to be rough. You got to be able to you know, stand up for yourself. Someone says this, you gotta be able to do this, do that. No, that's 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 not right. We teach our kids at young ages to be what we are protesting about. We teach our kids at young ages to be the same type of men. we we sought after it's time to break those chains it's time to break those toxic traits why would you want to raise your child scratch that why would you want to raise your son to be the same type of man who treats you less than why would you have a man Teach your son to be the exact, the exact replica of whom he is. We have to do better. And I mean, we, as the community of men, we have to do better. You can't teach your child. You can't teach your son, your godson. You can't teach, you know, your niece, your, your nephews. You can't teach them that. Break the cycle, break the chain. But we don't know how we don't know how to do that. You see what I'm saying? All we know is what we've been taught. We are just a product of our past. And it's and it's hindering us from having a brighter future. You know what I mean? We we don't we don't sit down and teach our kids, and again, our sons. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to come to me and talk to me about stuff. It's okay for you to come to me and sit me down. Hey, Unc, you know, hey, Dad, listen. So I lost my virginity. This is how it happened. This is when it happened. This is where it happened. You know, did you use a condom? Um, I think I did. I don't know when... I took it off, it popped or whatever, it didn't, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. 
you know, th- these are conversations we need to be having with our kids. It's it's not out of sight, out of mind. You can't treat these things like out of sight, out of mind. Like, oh, you know, oh, my son is 18, 19, you know, years old. He grown. He can do what he wants. No, that's not how that works. Because the moment he gets a girl pregnant and he comes to you, you want to hoop and holler. Why do you come to me and tell me this and that? Because you forbid it. You made him feel as though coming to you and expressing his self to you is a crime. Point blank. You made it a crime for him to come and talk to you. And that's how so many of these kids are having kids. I mean, we're going to talk about it. Regardless if you listen to it or not, you like it or not, you turn this off, somebody's going to hear it. But then we, again, we confuse that. You confuse that with weakness. How do you confuse the two? Because no man is weak if he is able to express his emotions. The weakest man is the weakest one in the group who can't come to terms with how he feels and express how he feels. Now, that is a weak man. That is a weak man. Because then you try to, you try to, you know, sweep shit, sweep shit under the rug and, 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 and hide and hold and, and keep it a secret, but it festers and it boils and it becomes like mold. Mold grows. So the more you try to hold something in, the more it's going to fester, the more it's going to grow, the more you're going to have a problem. It's not that we don't know how to express ourselves as men is that we don't. We don't do it. Because again, we view it as a crime. We view it as a crime. How how are we supposed to be better if we can't do better? How are we supposed to raise and lead a new generation if we can't even get our shit together, if we can't get our shit right, how? I'm gonna give you a prime example before we uh, go to break. Corey is my day, my night, my light, everything. That is my child, that is my son, that is everything I need in this world. Me and him have been inseparable from the moment he came home until today. When I moved to Atlanta, that broke my heart to leave him. And I called him every day. I still do call him every day. He's 11 years old now. I call him every day. We talk all the time. And he, and I told him at a young age, Talk to me about everything and anything. I don't care what it is, good or bad. Talk to me. And he does. He calls me and tells me how school was. He calls me and tells me how he how he's feeling. 
he calls and tells me everything. Everything. There's nothing that goes on in his life that I do not know. But I bestowed that into him at a very young age. I also bestowed into him, speak your mind. Don't ever be afraid to speak up for yourself and speak up for what's right. If something does not feel right to you or doesn't feel good, say something. Don't let anybody mistreat you or treat you less than how you view yourself. And he's learned to communicate with that. So we're going to take a break and be back with the second half where we're going to discuss communication along with vulnerability. Hold tight. All right, guys, we back. So let's speak about the communication aspect of you know, being vulnerable because communication and vulnerability go hand in hand. How can you be vulnerable, but you can't communicate? Okay. So if a man is coming to you, his group of friends, and he is clearly in distress and he starts to speak and you hear like the trembling of his voice or you get the sense that there is something going on. Open the room up to that man so he could communicate properly. Everybody can just be quiet. Let this man speak. So therefore he could communicate the way he knows how the best to his ability. Because the moment you know, he starts to communicate and express what's going on and and lower his 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 barriers so he can be vulnerable and communicate. The moment anybody in that room makes a joke or emotionally attacks him, he's gonna shut down. He's going to shut completely the fuck down. And then what he's going to do in his defense, make a joke. He's going to make a joke about it. So that way, it's like a reassurance for himself. That way he can reassure himself that what he did wasn't serious. But you have to take accountability for that because now the group of friends that he has tried to talk to have just shunned him into expressing himself. So now he has to not only take the baggage of being shunned, but he also has to take everything that he's been feeling and deal with it by himself. And this is why normalizing seeing a therapist is at the utmost highest priority. You understand what I'm saying? 
that is at the utmost highest of priority in the black community itself. Because again, as I stated and touched on in a previous episode, speaking to a therapist is the most liberating thing you can do. It will ease a lot of those demons. It will ease a lot of the anxiety, a lot of the stress. It will ease all of that. Because you don't have a you don't have a healthy support system, support team, and you don't have a, he- a healthy outlet. Now, if I'm wrong, you are free to DM me. And we can talk about it. Because there are so many men in the world who don't have that healthy outlet or a healthy group of friends to communicate and be vulnerable with. They don't. There is no group of friends. Straight men, let's 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 be clear, straight men, because it's not the gay community, it's the straights. There's no group of straight friends who can get together and be like, hey, bro, listen. My girl and I ain't seeing eye to eye. Like, I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. And it's just like, it's not working. Like, you know, I go an inch and she went a mile and then I go that mile and she went an extra 10 miles. It's kind of like every time I do what she needs me to do, it's never good enough. And I'm just stressed out and I don't know what to do. They can't, there's no, there's no group of straight friends where a man could do that. And then his boys give him the appropriate and correct feedback because this is how it should go his friends should support him and and let him know hey listen sit your girl down you guys have a conversation that way you can better understand what she needs from you and how you can give what she needs to you period nah what they do is this Nah, man, fuck that bitch. She ain't worth it. If she don't, if she don't see what the fuck you doing for her, you know she probably got another nigga on the side. Of that. That's all the wrong shit to say because what happens is <laughs> I'm diving in the of a pool. But just just for a second, but what happens is they give you the wrong information and turn around and slide in her DMs. Am I? If I'm wrong. Again, you are open to DM me. And I know that I'm not because I've seen it happen so many times. So many times. I've seen it happen. All my friends, all of my friends back home are straight. So I've seen this shit happen. But me being who I am, I speak up for things. And that's another thing. If you are in that group, and he comes to the group and he's trying to talk and express himself. There's always one in the group who's willing to speak up. Be that, be that person, be that voice. Because you could change everything without even knowing it. You can be the voice that saves your homeboy from taking his own life. For hurt or from hurting himself. You could be that voice. We need to stop 
doing that. We need to stop putting our men down because they want to talk about their feelings and express themselves, be vulnerable. It's not just a female thing. It's not a feminine thing. It's not a gay thing. It's not a, you know, demasculine thing. It's none of those things. What it is, is a man comfortable with himself and comfortable enough to come to the person he's dating and telling them how how they feel and how things are making him feel and where he is within his day-to-day routines or everyday life. Ain't shit wrong with that. And 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 and, and, and to my gay community, to my bottoms more specifically, that go for y'all too. Stop putting y'all tops down and making y'all tops feel like they got to take care of y'all. You a whole ass man in the streets, my nigga. You're a whole ass man. All right. Stop thinking that. Again, this goes for both my bottoms and my women at this point in time. Stop doing that shit. Stop putting all of that stress onto your man. Stop doing that. You guys should be equal. This should be a team. This should be a partnership. 50 motherfucker 50. Okay? If I build a motherfucking table, I expect me and you to bring food to that bitch. Okay? If I'm on in the motherfucking clothes, I expect you to be washing the motherfuckers. It's a team. That that's like being in the kitchen together. Make if I'm making pasta, yeah, cool. I make the pasta, you drain it, boom. You know, teamwork. We got to start working together. We really do. We got to start working together and coming together because. This this vulnerability shit and this this you know you guys shaming other motherfuckers and making niggas feel bad about communicating and their feelings and being vulnerable and all the other shit you guys are really really doing some toxic toxic shit and then you pass this shit on down to your kids and then your kids pass this shit on to their kids you know or your or your niece or your nephew. You know, or your cousins, or whatever, they pass the shit down to your kids. And and, and I want to say this too: there is not a large, but there are females who do the same thing to their sons too. There are females who have who have sons who are single mothers, and you know, telling their sons, "Stop crying, boys, don't cry. Be tough, tough that shit out." Or they come to their mother crying about something. What you crying for? You little bitch. What you being a bitch for? That's not how you raise a son. That's not how you raise your kids. Because then he grows up thinking that's how you speak to people. That's how you treat people. And God forbid he has a son. He's going to replicate the same shit you did to him to his be smart. Wait the fuck up. Be smart.
I don't got enough time in a day to touch on all this shit. I see this shit every day. I see it every day and it's upsetting because these innocent little boys didn't ask to be here. But they come into the world eyes wide open for curiosity and friends and adventures and and, 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 and everything else and you guys take that from them. You guys snuff the light out of them because of your own childhood, your own upbringing. And I say this and I always say this and I'm going to stick by this. I don't care whose child you are. If I am in public, I'm going to speak up. Period. So, that is the end of this episode of In My Head. We'll be back again starting every Monday. After this week, it will be every Monday. So I hope everyone, again, has a great, you know, weekend, a great week, and I'll be back on Monday. See you later.